Would you like to hear how one guy and a ninja group of seven salespeople closed 200 transactions last year and 209 million in volume? But wait, there's more. They're already at 100 transactions year to date with $125 million in volume. Brian Ladd in the house, B Money. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Good to see you, Tom. You too, buddy. So, uh, so Bend, Oregon, how's the market in Bend, Oregon? It's market strong, yeah. uh, but the market's changing. Tell us so, about that. What we're seeing is a, a, a flight to relevant expert brokers. Uh, so the transaction volume is down. Uh, mm -hmm. Inventory issues are leading us there. Yep. Um, but I think this is one of those moments. I was talking to my team the other day. We're kind of back in that February, March 2020 era yes. where everyone's like, what's going what's on? happening right and and those are those moments i'm like guys this is an all-in moment yeah. because yeah. the market's unsure and when i have conversations with agents they're confused and yeah. no one's delivering a clear message right now and i think now more than ever we're relevant in the market yes. so you know anybody could put a sign in the ground and sell a home a year and a half ago or a year ago sure. um and there was more inventory there was more absorption there was more clarity on the direction that it was going and it's changed and yes. so i think that we're really leaning into this moment so i'm stoked to have you on the show because unlike some of the team leaders right there's it's kind of bifurcated right there's people that produce and there's people that don't produce yep i see you as kind of a Tom Brady with seven wide receivers. Like you truly are the rainmaker of the business. Yeah. We want to unpack some of that today. Um, but I want to start first with a lot of your friends have now 17 agents, yep. 70 agents. Yeah. You are intentionally like you keep it tight. I don't want to say small because you guys are killing it from a per person productivity standpoint, but you're, you're intentional about the number of people. So for the person that maybe is thinking about building a team or sure. they have a team. Talk to us about how you got here and what your process is. So when I went back or, or when I had the moment, I said, I want to create a team around myself um, was, was it, it started with volume capacity. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're doing 60, $70 million a year on your own, you have capacity issues. Um, but when I went to create the team, I, I had to look myself in the mirror and said, who do I want to be as a team? Is it in me to go add 20, 30, 40 agents? Mm -hmm. if, if I were to put a sign out in, the, in our market tomorrow saying, hey, we're welcoming agents, I would do my own brokerage, whatever, I could have a stable full of talented no agents, yeah. no problem. But when I, when I, I said, am I, re you know, I had to be honest with myself. I said, am I relevant if I add that many agents? Am I going to be able to create opportunity authentically for that many agents? Am I going to be able to have that cultural you know, commitment to the team mm -hmm. with that many agents. Mm -hmm. And there are agents that can do that. Yeah. But when I looked at my market and I, and I said, hey, I can be successful within this 100,000 person metro area. And there's, there has to be a saturation point. And so I said, the niche that I wanna be as the knowledge broker that's deeply committed to this town, what's the model that works best? And I very strategically cho chose this SEAL team model. Yeah. You know, but because, but we're relevant, you know, our average volume per agent right now is $29 million. That's bananas. Well, I, I, that's, I think it's pretty a, good. About a million dollar average sales price. Mm -hmm. I mean, 29 transactions is a lot of business, especially when you're talking about a team, yeah. right? In your marketplace. Yeah. How many agents are in the greater or serve the greater Bend, Oregon marketplace? We're, we're it's, it's, it's insane. So we're at mm -hmm. 3,000 agents for a hundred thousand person town. Yeah. And how many transactions would be done in a typical year? 
Well, so we have about 4,500 home sales. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you include land sales, whatnot on top of that, we're probably mid 5,000s transactions. And, and in terms of the MLS ranking, where do you and the team stand? Number one, okay. by a long shot. Okay, so so we're talking about, I mean, again, and I know like yeah. you know, there's you guys, and then there's there's a whole bunch of other players that are serious players in the marketplace. Yeah, there's some great. And ideas. then there's probably, and I'm just guessing, 2,000 of them that are basically fighting for scraps. Completely irrelevant. Right, so very yeah. typical, most yep. MLSs. Yep. Um, so the one thing is you're very selective. What does it take to be on your team? Who gets in, who doesn't? Well, so so if, if I had one lesson of, of kind of going back, and I have had very little turnover. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been blessed with very little turnover. Yeah. And the only people that have asked- And you went through a rough spot for a while there. We should we might want to unpack that. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing you back to you know one of our early conversations. Sure. And, it, you know, and, and that was kind of probably where I really decided what I wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Because you know at the end of the day, I don't want to have a full-time recruiter and a full-time right. onboarder and right. an offboarder and, right. and right. all that. And so- I had to go to my skill set and said, okay, what do I really want to build? Do I want yeah. to spend my yep. time creating all these systems for onboarding, offboarding, mm-hmm. you know, training, um, or do I really want to bring in people that are there for the right reasons? And yeah. so when I, when I, when I, when people join my team, it's the biggest th- lesson that I've learned is they have to be deeply committed to the team structure, mm-hmm. and. I, what I do in exchange for that is I am 100% deeply committed to them. And so I believe that people leave teams for the same reason they join teams. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the mantra you've been preaching for yeah. years. Yeah. And if if my commitment is that I'm 100% in on them and that I'm sleepless at night unless I have enough opportunity for them, that they're only going to want to leave the team when that commitment goes away. Right. And so the you know, so how answer, do you how do you find someone like that though? Like you, you got to kiss a lot of frogs, sort of metaphorically, I would think. Yeah. To find someone that, like, you and I run at a very different level, right? Like we're, you know, there's like good, great, unstoppable. Like we're kind of in that unstoppable group of people. Like whatever it takes. Yeah. How do you find people like that, or is that even the model? Are you just looking for great? Well, no. So I have I have unstoppable great people on my team, but very different skill sets. So so my what I am is. 100% business creation, opportunity creation, mm-hmm. lead creation, relevancy creation within right. my market. Right. And, the, and the exchange that I need on my team is the ability to continue that story and to convert and close. And so what I can promise my mm-hmm. agent is they have more than enough at-bats. Yes. They're getting put in that rotation mm-hmm. and they're getting big at-bats. They're getting my neighbor's at-bat. Mm-hmm. When you know when my trusted neighbor who's been friends with me for a decade said, I want to sell my $3 million house, yeah. I say, great, Aaron. Yeah, go take for care it. Of this. And they have to be able to maintain that equity and be able to convert and perform on that. But they don't have to do the work of getting those at bats. They just right. have to be able to take that swing. So like you're you know, like, like you're running the PGA or you're the you know, it's like you are you are the Tom Brady, right? Like just catch the I damn ball. I when I throw you Can the you ball, tell my wife that? <laughs> yes, Giselle. Yeah. Yes. But but I mean, think about it. Like, again, there's so many different team models and that's the beauty of sort of our ecosystem. There's sure. all these yeah, different yeah. ways to do it. Yeah. The big thing I hope is you're listening to this. I hope what you got is he decided how he wanted it to be based on you. Yep. Right. What matters to you? Hmm. So, so one of the things I know about you is you you've always sort of been aligned with me on businesses math. Yeah. So the other side of this is like how you manage your people. Yeah. So one thing is it's clear you generate opportunities for them, and the expectation is you got to close. Sure. Right? You got to take it over the you know over the finish line. How are you measuring that? How do you know when they're effective? 
Well, so so obviously tr track and measuring is everything, um, but we are not as much of a visual scoreboard conversion mm -hmm. team as as mm -hmm. one might expect. Sure. And that's we have meat on the bone. And and what's interesting is as I meet all these wildly successful agents through your ecosystem, mm -hmm. we all have our soft spots. Right. And and right. and if you and I were to say, hey, let's turn the table and pick you apart a little mm -hmm. bit, you could have me crying in ten minutes for sure. But all of us. so so we need to work on that a little bit. Um, but business is math, and, and and the way I track it is, you know, from a thirty thousand uh, foot view on my business is structurally what is my break even point, you mm -hmm. know, and and I ask a lot of agents that I'm like, what is the break even point of your team? They're kind of unsure of that, yeah. you know, at, at what point is it not worth running a team? And mm -hmm. most agents can't answer that for you quickly. Yep. Um, I also understand my variable and fix, fixed expenses. And, You're speaking and, of my love language yeah, right now. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> right. you know, it's like, yeah. hey, this is business. And, yep. and how much are you spending uh, variable and mix mm -hmm. and, and fixed? And then, you know, I, I you know, I, I guess, um, you know, that, that boils down all the way to my farm. So, mm -hmm. so my farm is that, you know, I've got, you know, I'm doing a quarter billion dollars of sales a year in 800 homes. And 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 I understand the conversion within that farm, mm -hmm. and I understand that I have to be absolute saturated market. You know, I, I want saturation marketing within that, mm -hmm. and you know, why expand beyond that when I can do two hundred fifty million dollars of sales in an eight hundred farm? And you know, we study the conversions and ratios and all that within that farm. So so you know your break even. You know, like when we talk about like net effective salesperson, like yeah. hey, you have to do X amount of transactions. Or it doesn't really help us around here. Sure. So, so, so the the, the cost to entry to answer your question for my mm -hmm. agents is ten million dollars a year, mm -hmm. um, but my average volume on my team right now is about thirty million. Yeah. So, so let's talk. Um, you started talking about the farm, and I know I'm sure a lot of people's ears were like perking up, like whoa, 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 whoa quarter million dollars in sales at a farm of eight hundred. Why aren't? Why don't you have eight thousand? Why don't you have eighty thousand? Sure. First of all, there's not enough people in your town, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's 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 go super analytical. There is one person listening right now, Brian, that is like, been buying online leads. We work our sphere. You know, we're doing open houses. You know, we've got all these different ways, but man, farming like as a team, as a team, really? Yeah. Like you, Timmy Smith, Josh yeah. Rubin, Andy C. We can think of Jill Biggs, a bunch of you kill it in your farms. How many homes are in the farm? How long have you been doing it? And then what tactics and campaigns work to be that relevant go-to agent of choice? So uh, to answer those questions, I've got, I've identified, so I have a larger farm that I tend to monthly. Mm -hmm. um, that's about 4,500 homes. Okay. Um, but my real farm, you know, this is the home plot that we take care of on a daily, daily basis. There's yep. no weeds in it, yep. um, is 800 homes. Um, and we've, I've, I've really honed in on that over the last four or five years. Okay. Uh, it began with a project. I, I was uh, fortunate enough to earn a, a resort community project where I uh, took over developer sales down in the downturn mm -hmm. in 2010, 2011. It was toxic. No one wanted to touch it. It was an incredible community prime for a comeback. Um, and I was able to sell, you know, 350 home sites in there. And then, you know, I was immediately relevant. And, and, yes. there's, and, and I always, when people are asking me, what should my farm be? It's like, where are you relevant? Where right. do you live? Where have you right. had the most dominance, et cetera? Right. And it expanded from that. Um, but it's this swath of, of West Side of Bend of about four or five upscale communities. And, you know, our tactics in that is probably best described as absolute saturation marketing. So not only we're huge into mail, mm -hmm. um, but it, this is not the just sold postcards. This is 
something of value arriving in their mailbox every single week. Um, something that was carefully thought out, that was very strategic, that has a call to action, delivers value to them without seeming uh, too cheap or ASCII. Give us an example. Um, I understand all those words, but I'm, but I'm creating in my own mind what I think that is. So tell me, like, give us like an example of like in a month, we might discuss this topic. You might hear information about this, or you might read about that, or or am I off base in even that? No, no, no. So it is. Um, so you know, we have a whole calendar on on you know, there's a yin and a yang to it. Sure. There's a little bit of hey, this is what we've done. This is how we do it. This is how it benefits you. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of what we do is education based, and mm -hmm. so. So, so my relevancy and, and what I'm shooting for is absolute market expert within the community. And, mm -hmm. and I hang my hat on that and we do that for them as well. We do a lot of market updates. I do a lot of mm -hmm. video market updates. I do a lot of print market updates. Um, I do state of the markets. Um, but you know, our state of the market is in a few data points. It's a, you know, trifold that goes out, you know, what's three times eight and a half, you know, it's a 19 inches, right. uh, you know, of a beautiful, stats on what's happening in the market. How does the national economy tie into this? Does the economy play into, play into housing? How do recessions play into it? You know, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, obviously a, a certain demographic is going to respond better to that. Sure. Um, but then what I do is I tie all my marketing. I, I buy, you know, I bifurcate. I, I segment that up into a bunch of different pieces and create lots of different avenues back to that through my print and my social and, you know, all those online channels as well. It's so, I mean, it, for the person that's listening right now, you might want to go to my YouTube channel just to watch how animated he is as he's describing. Like, I see you like, what was that? The movie with like the genius guys, he's just pulling numbers from the sky. Like, that's what I just saw right there. Yeah. You know, it's like this huge giant piece with all these different correlations. So just to be clear, absolute market saturation means weekly, just sold how yeah. we did it, which, you know, we've been, yeah, yep, we'd like yep. stop just doing just listed and just sold, do case studies, show people yep. how you show them your process. Yep. So it's not just we hit enter in the MLS and we got a great price, right? Yep. Um, market education, I think is key. If you want to be the knowledge broker, you have to do that. You have to deliver. How often, if I was on your YouTube channel or if I was on social anywhere, Facebook, Insta, whatever it may be, how often am I going to see these market update videos or content like that? Because you mentioned off camera, like you don't do restaurant guides. You no. don't do around town. You do the real estate business and the market. Yeah. So, so I, I don't do TikTok dances. Yes. You know, um, but what I we, do. Hey, team, we got to get them on TikTok and get them dancing just for fun. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Just playing, but you. but you're right. But yeah. but what I do do is I do do I I deliver do -do. I, yes. I deliver value <laughs> um, monthly. So what I yes. what I do is a one big market deep dive every month, yes. and this is the stats of the market, what's mm -hmm. happening, um, and then I have an amazing marketing director who she cuts that into a bunch of different pieces, mm -hmm. so that probably every three to four days, at least once a week, we're 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 cutting pieces of that buyer yes. tips, seller tips, yes. how to be relevant in this market, what's going on, etc. Mm -hmm. So it's it's coming out you quite a bit, but it doesn't mean that I'm on video every other day. You know, no. it's, we, we have a couple days a month where we go really deep, film all of our mm -hmm. video and, and go from there. That's what most of the best yeah. are doing now. Yeah. One day, get it all done. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, I'm a real estate agent selling houses. Yes. And, right? well, Call and me crazy. And, and, and the other thing is this gives you legs though, because when I'm putting out video content every two or three days, everyone thinks I'm working 24 hours a day. Of course. And and perception. and and that perception is, is out there. So we definitely work hard, uh, but that video has legs. And the other thing that I do that we haven't gotten to yet is my relevancy within the market and where I found that my skill set can best deliver 
leads and opportunity for my agents, mm -hmm. is becoming relevant on a bigger scale. So what I've done is, is really leaned into the town and issues affecting it. So housing affordability, mm -hmm. a huge deal for most towns and agents shy away from it. They have a target on their forehead. Everyone blames the realtor. Everyone right. blames the developer. Um, and I was like, let's address this. So I've dove deep, you know, in my podcast that I do, I've interviewed the housing manager for the city of Bend. Mm -hmm. I've interviewed the biggest developers. I've interviewed the homeless, um, you know, one of the homeless charities, you know, and, and so I address those issues head on. One, to build respect for our, for our profession. Mm -hmm. I think a lot mm -hmm. of people, um, shy away from having those hard discussions. Um, but it creates relevancy for me within the community. And they don't, I, I always don't have my hand out when I'm out talking to yes. my clients. I'm delivering value. I'm giving You have your back. hand out, but you're handing them something. Well, yeah, <laughs> right? but, I, but I'm trying to help solve yes. some of the bigger issues in town and it right. creates relevancy. So I'm part of the conversation from a different angle and say, yes, I agree. Housing's too expensive. Right. How are we going to address this? Right. I understand the growth is tough, how are we going to thread that needle and create the community that we want? How long ago did you start your podcast? So I started it just before COVID. Okay. Um, I, I, it, it, it stumbled and I, and I took about an 18 month hiatus and mm -hmm. I've got back on it. Um, but we're about 10 episodes in right now. Good. Um, but we're getting thousands of organic listens in a town mm -hmm. of 100,000 people. So I think there's, I mean, you've, again, everything points back to the word that you've now said 15 times relevancy why is relevancy so important and and for the person that's listening like what do they need to be thinking about because obviously someone yeah, yeah. listening right now is going yeah i want a business like that yeah i want to be tom brady and have seven you know gronks and i'm just throwing touchdowns to over and over again what does that mean relevancy and how do we create it beyond what we've discussed already well there's no faking it you know it's um you have to it's authentically who you are do you want to be relevant Mm -hmm. Do you want to be deeply committed to those issues? Mm -hmm. And and I did. Um, and I, I figured that if I'm out there to serve the real estate community and to serve our community in general, there's no better way for me to do it than through this industry. This is yes. this is what I understand. I grew up on construction sites. Mm -hmm. I understand housing issues. I understand system development issues. And I can add relevancy to the conversation. Mm -hmm. And by doing so, um, you know, I can help serve people in real estate. And that's the byproduct of it. Right. Um, but you also become known for more than just a quarter, you know, quarter billion in sales. Yeah. And, you know, look at all the success. But you're like rolling up your sleeves in the trenches, helping to solve some of the fundamental housing issues. Yeah. And, and it's, you know, it's uh, you do good by doing great, you know, or right. you do great by doing good or yeah. whatever the saying yes. is. Um, but I, I think it's more rewarding for me and it has legs. Yeah. Um, because, you know, I've reached that point in my career, commission dollars don't excite me. Yeah. You know, what excites me is helping my agents grow, helping mm -hmm. them create a financial mm -hmm. plan yeah. where they're going to be able to retire and create wealth for their family. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, you know, I, I want to serve the community. Yeah. And and for me, it's not about politics. It's not about these other things. But I think that I'm very myopic, but the lens in which I see the community, I see ways we can solve problems. And it's mutually beneficial. It makes me relevant and it makes, you know, provides trust of, of people working with me. Could you be the mayor? Uh, possibly, but I don't want to be. Yeah. Today, you know, today, today, in this world, there's absolutely no way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe in a future state. Maybe no, in a no, future and state. You know, what's funny is that. Did anybody else hear that pause? 
Anybody? No, yes. No, no, my, no, no. Team, my team was no, like, no. Uh. no, someone <laughs> joked with me the other yeah. day and asked me to join city council. And I'm like, you know, no, you know, yeah. I, there's, a, you know, there's always a piece of ego sure. that either you're like, do I want to scratch that or not? Um, but I love my kids. I love my family. Yeah. And, and, and one of the reasons I've chosen the model that I have as well is that I could probably make more money with a different model with more supporting staff, less agents, however I want to sure. do it. Sure. Um, but it would be a time trade-off. And, right. and, and I look back and my son is now 15 years old and I, the first 10 years of his life, I was all in. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I have three kids and they're all wonderful. I'm deeply committed to all of them, but I'm already looking at him and I'm like, I'm in the eighth inning for, right. for that chapter of his life. Yes. And I'm like, gosh, first through the seventh inning, I was, I was pretty distracted. And so I've made that commitment and be like, I'm all in on my kids and there's no amount of commission dollars that, that will, you know, that, that will offset that commitment. The, the whole highest and best use, Brian, and how many people I talk to that, you know, even, even through the last 24 months have finally said, you know, time over money. Yeah. Right. Like I'll, I'll trade, I'll trade more money sure. to get more time, to get more freedom, to be, you know, when you yeah, and I yeah. talked and you were like, literally like, it's a ski day yeah. and I got five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> like, Cause then I'm going right back out on the mountain with my, right? And I was like, yeah, right. Exactly. Like, hang up, hang up with me and go enjoy yourself. Can you believe I turned down a call with you to go skiing <laughs> with my daughter? <laughs> I was like, that's a good idea. Yeah. But how, for the person that's listening to that, there, there's the, the one person listening right now who is, uh, and I say this with love and respect, they're a control freak. Yeah. Right. They're like, but nobody else can do it. And I, I, I tried to hire somebody once and they were horrible and I hated it. And they, you know, the dog bit me, therefore all dogs bite. Yep. Help that person. So you got to release yourself from that. And, and how, when you, you've got to admit you're not the smartest person in the room. There's a lot of hidden talent. You know, you may be the most charismatic, mm -hmm. you may be the biggest visionary, mm -hmm. but if you think you're the best at every aspect of your at business, an MLS you are absolutely or, yeah. the pinch yeah. point in your business. Yeah. And when you can trust the outcome of the people that you've brought on board, you have to look, and if they, if you don't trust them, they know it. Right. And when you fully trust them and allow a screw up to happen or a, a delivery of a message yeah. or something that you wouldn't have done, but you still stand shoulder to shoulder with them and say, mm -hmm. text, you know, you text them on the side and be like, this is a crap show, but I've got your back. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll take the arrows for you. Let's mm -hmm. learn a lesson from this and go on. Yeah. You have them for life. Yeah. And, and if you can take the slings and arrows for your, your agents, but to go more relevant or to go back to your question of, of how do you remove yourself from that? It's, it's just about finding the right people that you trust. And when you remove yourself from that and go do the ski daughter with your day, you're going to find out that some business gets done mm -hmm. without you right. and, and new ideas. And, and only when you give them the room to kind of foster and, and create their own ideas and run with it is that's where you're going to have real growth. And all of a sudden growth starts happening without you because you've empowered them. But if you're the top down, hey, I'm everything to everyone and you do this and you do this, you do this you're going to get 30% outcome from those people because they're now doing your to-do list. It's not right. theirs right. and they're not inspired to do it. But if you can kind of empower and cajole and mm -hmm. inspire and support lead and just kind of mm -hmm. that servant leadership and, and come, you know, what I've learned is my biggest value is to go do yoga, go do a mountain bike ride and come into our, our, our meeting fresh and full of energy because mm -hmm. I'm contagious for that two hours. Yes. I am you know, creating opportunity by entering that room with that mindset. Yeah. But if I come in there burnt out because I'm trying to do every aspect of my business, I can just feel the energy leave the room as soon as I open that door. Yep.
Yeah. It's, I mean, look at you. Yes. I'm just going to say yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. One last question. How do you manage your team? Or maybe, maybe, let me ask you this one. If I'm on your team, what's my role? What do I do every day? As an agent? Yes. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out at, at what level I address this, but it's really the continuation of who we are as a group to the opportunities that I have. Mm -hmm. I don't have a mandate of number of calls. I don't have the mandate of conversion. Um, what I, what you have as a responsibility on my team is to meet the opportunity that's put out in front of you mm -hmm. with the, with the, you know, the, the importance that it deserves. And that, that can mean a lot of different things for different agents on my team, whether they're listing focused or buyer focused or project focused. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's, it's, it's just, it's more of a cultural commitment than it is a specific number. And I know that sounds soft in a business no, of measuring uh, numbers. I actually, listen, my, uh, my, I had an adjunct COO who was the youngest senior executive at UPS, sure. who when he retired, he went to become the third base coach for free at his alma mater. Okay. Cause all he really wanted to do is play baseball. Sure. Right. And he told me the story once and you've heard me tell this. He said, I'm, I'm a freshman. I'm on the team. I'm sitting on the bench. The coach comes out tells us what we need to do and everybody jumps up and runs as fast as they can yeah and he's like running out as fast as he can right yeah, yeah. every day every day running as fast yeah, as he yeah. can and he finally turns to me he goes like hey man like why do we jump up and run as fast as we can the guy goes i don't know man this is how we do it around here this is the way we do it. so so is that just your cultural like b lad hands you something you got to get over the finish line yeah like it's just how we do it yeah and and whatever what i talk to my agents about is just towing up to the start line or mm -hmm. meeting me at the 50 yard line Right. What I can't keep doing is I can't keep walking to the 50 and you're not there and walking to the 40 and go find you at the 30 and pull you back yeah. to the 50. Yeah. What I have to be able to do is say, okay, here's opportunity. I've worked really hard to create mm -hmm. the credibility to have this as an opportunity right. for you. Yeah. Run. Right. And I'm going to trust you. I'm going to yeah. support you. I'm going to do whatever I need. But but then we're going to reconvene the week and we need to toe up at the same line. Okay. That's what I wanted to get to. So so what is the, there has to be some follow-up. Sure. I mean, you know, is it, and it could just be, you know, like, Hey man, where are you at with the Smiths? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Right. And but, so, but how do you do it? So, you know, we've got weekly accountability. We have our weekly okay. meetings and um, that's big. Yeah. It's it's tough to do. And yeah. and 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 the cultural buy-in from the team, it's always a dance. Yeah. Because no one wants a job. Yeah. No one wants to be told what they, you know, have yeah. to do on a daily yeah. basis. Cause yeah. if they did want a job and they did want daily accountability, they wouldn't be an agent. Yeah. And so it's just, it's kind of the nature of the beast of how you inspire and get them mm -hmm. to own it for themselves. Right. And so some of it's behind the scenes, you know, come to Jesus, let's go get a drink at six tonight. What's yeah. going on with yeah. you? You know, yeah. I can where, see your numbers yeah. are down. Yeah. You know, you've taken a couple trips. Where's your head at? Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and some of that's that, some of it's public, some of it's, you know, you know, but, but generally within the team, it's, it's more positivity than anything. And, yeah. and the come to Jesus meetings are, you know, off to the side of saying, Hey, I care about you. Have your goals changed? I saw that you had $30 million, you know, last year and you're at $8 million year to date. Do you not want to retire? You know, what's, you know, what's yeah. going on personally? Right. How's the health of your family? Right. And so it's, 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 you know, and that's what I love about this SEAL team size Yes, is it can be in more informal mm -hmm. and, you know, it doesn't and you, need to be. And you could say, let's go get a drink on Tuesday. Sure. And it doesn't, you know, it's it, like 30 other people go, how come I didn't get invited to a drink? <laughs> yeah. 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 So it works But that's for me. the Tom Brady thing. I mean, like I nailed that first thing as soon as we started and it, I think it was the actual perfect anchor because 
all these all these great you think it like all the great athletes all the great business people right you know it's it's the gal who says hey hey what's going on yeah something something's wrong with you let's go let's go in my office let's go for a walk let's go have that conversation you're doing that and and therein lies the accountability therein lies the culture yeah they know that you care when you say i'm all in it's not cliche yeah and it's it's one of those things if i become a team of 30 can i do that yeah and and there's ways for you to do it i there's there's ways to authentically care and, and i think mm -hmm. you're the perfect example of this who you are right mm -hmm. now is the mm -hmm. same person as who you are off stage, mm -hmm. on stage, mm -hmm. and you've been able to maintain that deep commitment and connection with everybody. Yeah. But you're operating on a hun level 100. You yeah. know, I'm operating down at level, let's call it 10. And I don't know, Tom Brady, you're no, pretty no, high yeah, up yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very nice of you. But, you know, it's not my skill set nor, nor my passion to go do that on a mega scale. Oh, yeah. Um, so it works for me. Right. I think that's the, I think that really is the message of the day. It's like, know thyself. Right. Know thyself and then just go out and execute. Yeah. I mean, my grandfather used to say, compel events to conform to plan, right? And Say that again? Uh, compel events to conform to plan. And so just make it happen. You know, right. so much of this is about focus. And, and the, one of the big things, and, and I don't mean to digress. I know you're trying to close no, up here. No, no, go. Is I had this moment, um, 2009. Yeah. World's a different place. Right. I'm not sure. Right. I'm transitioning from developing a building to just saying, hey, I want to go all in on sales. Mm -hmm. I've got two kids. I've got one in a crib. I can see the bottom of the barrel for my savings. And I'm like, mm -hmm. am I all in on this? Am I good enough? You know, et cetera, et cetera. And I met with a, a mentor friend of mine who was a life coach. And he's like, Brian, you're good enough. Like, if you're going to do everything yep. that you say you're going to do, take a deep breath. Like, you're good enough. And I know that's like days back to the Saturday Night Live skit of the guy looking in the mirror <laughs> yeah, and saying, I'm yeah, good, smiling. smart enough. <laughs> right, yes. And gosh darn it, people yeah, like me. Yeah. But, you know, it, it took that. And I would love to express that to the agent out there that has doubt. Because, yes. guys, if you're newer to this industry or you're at a moment and you're not sure you can do it, the formula's here. Yes. And so much of it is just about delivering and staying focused. Mm -hmm. Like if you're going to do all the things that are delivered in this ecosystem, it's not, are you going to be successful? You absolutely will. The big secret is 80% of the people won't. And it's just compelling events to conform to plan and just keep grinding because you're going to look up every couple of years and everyone that you thought was competition, you look around and you're like, they're not here anymore. Right. And you're going right. to look around and be like, oh, there's a new one here or two. They scare me. I'm going to change a little bit. You look down for a year or two, you look back up and they're gone. Yep. And it's just that plodding along day in and day out. You're in and you're out. Gritty, baby. Gritty. I'm glad you kept the, the podcast going. <laughs> that was awesome. It's a lot of fun. Hey, so if somebody wanted to reach out to you and connect, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Our so website. Instagram, website. Yeah, talk to us. Ben Property Source, Instagram, yep. Facebook, uh, URL. Yeah, B-E-N-D, Property Source, for the people that don't know. Yeah, so, or just Lad Group in Oregon, you'll find us. Love it. Love it. So, hey, uh, make sure you connect with him. If you got referrals, you want to go deeper, you want to ask a question, he is like, you, you can see he is all in. So make sure you like, subscribe, hit that notification button. I can't wait to see your comments on every channel that you're at. And hey, maybe send this to somebody that needs to hear like you're good enough. Brian, thanks so much for being on the show, man. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you. You're buddy. everything. All right. We're out.